In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Hey guys, and welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And we are so excited you're joining us today. Whether you're watching us on my YouTube channel or you're listening to us on our podcast, you know that you're gonna always get some real conversation here. And today we're actually gonna segue to a new topic. I'm so excited and I wanna introduce Madison. Madison, welcome. (laughs) Um, Madison is my personal assistant here at Women of Influence and she's just been such a major part of this new book launch I'm doing. I'm so excited, Madison. And many of you know, you've been following me, that I have a new book coming out called Fasting for Miracles. And Madison, you've just been a big part, both through praying with Mm -hmm. me for this and helping me post this and (laughs) to really begin to pray for miracles. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it'd be fun, first of all, to bring you in the studio for our audience to get to know you. And then for us to actually just dialogue a little bit, just to talk about this 21-day fast. Mm -hmm. And we're inviting you to join us through this 21-day fast. And we'll give you more information on how to get the book and how to be part of it. But there are 21 days, and we're going to look at 21 miracles, Mm -hmm. and we're going to look at 21 passages of fasting, and we're going to dialogue about miracles and fasting. And do miracles still exist today? Mm -hmm. Do they? And does fasting really work, and why? So stay with us. You're going to get some great insight through our discussion together. But I want to ask you, first of all, do you need a miracle? Mm -hmm. Do you need a miracle? And can you believe God for it? You might go so far as to say, yeah, I totally need a miracle, but I feel stuck. And I don't even know if I have enough faith to believe God. So that's why we're here. We want to discuss these topics with you. So again, (laughs) welcome, Madison. I'm so happy to be here. You know, Madison brings a little Southern flair (laughs) and just a lot of joy. So we're going to talk. So let's just get real honest. First of all, miracles. Now, there are a lot of people today, Madison, that don't believe that miracles exist today. Mm Some people actually believe that they've ceased since Jesus came. He fulfilled the last miracle, that he's giving us everything we need. All power and authority has been given. So we don't really need miracles today um, that they've ceased. What do you think about that? Well, I think, have you read your Bible lately? (laughs) (laughs) Because I think in the word of God, it is very clear that God is a miracle working God. And we see that over and over again throughout the scriptures in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And you know, we are the continuation of that. Yeah. I cannot find anywhere in the Bible where I could legitimately back up the theology that miracles do not exist right. today. Right. And then you look at a personal, I think you look at a personal stance and you're like, man, if it wasn't for the miracle working God that we have, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be here today. Yeah. Waking up this morning was a miracle, yeah. even in itself, the fact that we have breath in our lungs is a miracle even in itself. But when you start praying for miracles and you start asking the Lord to show up in impossible ways, Mm -hmm. he does. And you really can't explain it any other way. Well, you've segued beautifully because our (laughs) first miracle is the miracle of creation. Come on. And it has to be the first miracle because Mm -hmm. it starts in the book of Genesis, right? The first miracle was the miracle of creation. And we know that God was able to, with his words, 
speak everything mm. into existence, that there was nothing. And with the power of his word, he spoke everything into existence. Yeah. And you just made reference, the very breath in your lung mm -hmm. is the first miracle of God. So let's mm. dialogue for a moment about that first miracle. You know, most people struggle with the fact that we are made in God's image and mm -hmm. we have the power and authority mm -hmm. that God's given us. And yeah. so I want to start a little bit with the idea of creation. Yeah. You are created in God's image. Mm -hmm. Now, we could go a couple ways with this dialogue, and if we're going to get real <laughs> and honest, in the environment we live today, there's a lot of people struggling with identity. Yeah. Whether it be sexual identity, whether it be personal identity and worth. Yeah. It's something that the enemy has really struck us with mm -hmm. since the beginning of time. You know, his first accusation in the garden was against man and yeah. e and, and uh, man and woman when the enemy said, "Did God really say?" Yeah. So he's always challenged the word of God. So let's talk a little bit about being created in the image of God. So you're younger. You're kind of <laughs> of, of a younger generation. What are people struggling with today when it comes to being created in God's image? What do you think? Hmm. Well, I think there is just so much confusion in the world. Mm -hmm. So you you look at our culture, my generation, we have so many ideas that are thrown at us, mm -hmm. so many different belief patterns. There are so many options to choose from. And because people haven't settled into the fact that they are created in the image of God, mm -hmm. they are searching for that acceptance. They're searching for that identity in whatever feels good. That's good. Right? Mm -hmm. It's what feels good. But it, it, that's not where we should find our identity. Mm -hmm. Our identity mm -hmm. obviously comes from the Lord. And I think that's a huge, a huge issue as we can see all over the news, over social media, Instagram, YouTube, people are desperate to belong. Mm -hmm. And they're searching for that because they're not first finding it in mm -hmm. who God has created them to be. So do you think the struggle today with our, say our sexual identity, mm -hmm. I mean, if we go back to Genesis 127, where it says that God created male and female yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to say this. I think it's interesting when I was reading the word. We are week, getting real. I like this. You know. <laughs> okay, it says he created male and female. He created them. Mm. The, today they're saying that them is a third sexual identity. There's male, female and them. So they literally are distorting the word of God. Them mm. was male and female. Mm. He created them. Yeah. Yeah. Not three genders. He yep. created male and he created female. So see how the enemy has distorted the oh, yeah. word them with trying to make it, what do I want to be today, a male yep. or female? Well, I mean, isn't that his greatest tactic mm -hmm. is to take something in the word from the word of God and just twist it just a little bit Always to little. bring in that mm -hmm. confusion, to bring in that dissension mm -hmm. and ultimately try to take people away from the heart of yeah. God. Yeah. That's like his number one tactic, as we saw after creation in the Garden of Eden. Right, right. It's like. He, he just says the same thing over and over. When are we going to stop falling for it? Well, and I think, we, yeah, obviously getting back and reading the Word of God yeah. and asking God to give us what we always say around here, insight, wisdom, mm, and revelation. revelation. Well, let's talk a second more about creation, and then I want to segue to our fasting passage for today. But the one thing I love, being made in God's image tells me that I'm creative. 
Yes. God made me yes. creative. He made us in his image to be creative. And every one of you listening to me or watching me right now has a, has a sense of creativity. God's put something on you, mm. a creative idea, a passion, an interest mm. to write a book, to come up with an invention. He made us in his image to be creative. Absolutely. So every idea, everything that everyone's ever thought came from God, gifted to humanity mm. to be used for our good as a blessing. So I love, as you know, I'm a very creative person. I'm an entrepreneur. I love all these ideas God gives me, but I have to steward those, Madison. Yes. When God gives us something, it's not just for your good. Often it's for the good of humanity. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about creativity. What do we do with all these creative ideas that God gives us? How do we move forward and mm -hmm. implement those in our life? Yeah, well, I think the first step is realizing just what Tammy said. We are we are creative beings. I hear a lot of times people say, oh, I'm just not creative. That's not my gifting. That's not my talent. No, friend, that is actually a part of your identity that yes. the Lord has given you. Mm -hmm. So before you can even take step into your creativity, you have to first, again, mm -hmm. know your identity right. and who you are mm -hmm. and who He's created you mm -hmm. to be. But let me just say this because... <laughs> I know Tammy very well, and she is one of the most creative, entrepreneurial women I have ever met. And if there is someone that truly exemplifies what it means to mm. hone in creativity, mm. but not only to just sit and mm. think about it, but to run in yeah. it and to actually put action to those ideas, mm -hmm. it is you. Oh. So I, oh, I admire kind. you so much for that. Um, but I think, I think when we implement creativity, one, we have to know who we are. And then two, we have to actually believe yes. in ourselves yes. and who God, what the dreams that he has put in our heart. Mm -hmm. Because you can't really take steps until you actually are secure yeah. that your creativity is a gift and that it is meant to bless those around you. So I'm just going to finish with this. Listen, right now, if there's something stirring in your heart, an idea, a passion, a book, move forward with it in faith. Mm -hmm. God will lead you, direct you, and guide you, but yeah. you have to do something with it. What's in your hand? What's in your heart? Mm. And remember, God gave you that gift to do something with it. Mm. So I want to encourage you in that way. Today, our first miracle story is the miracle story of creation. Mm. And you, my friend, were created in God's image to be creative. Yes. Well, we want to segue to our fasting passage. So as you'll find out in this book, Fasting for Miracles, every day I walk you through a miracle story and then a fasting passage as its companion. So we're going to fast today for the fasting thought of a clean heart. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to encourage you, if you have not picked up this book yet, I'm so excited. You can check it out either on my website, TammyHassenPillar.com. There's QR codes. There's all kinds of information. We'll have that here for you to find. But get this book and begin to fast for your miracle. Know that there are some things the Bible said only happen by prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. Fasting pushes us through our flesh into a supernatural realm where you are believing God for your miracle. Your yes. miracle is not going to come by anything you do, anything you say. It's not your good works. It is literally an act of faith and, and sacrificing your flesh on the altar, saying to God, I will not listen to my flesh. I'm going to move into a supernatural realm of fasting by faith to really see you work in my life. So we'll talk more over the next few days together about fasting. But our fasting focus today is for a clean heart. And Madison, the reason I picked this one for our first day, it's in the book of Zechariah. Mm -hmm. And Zechariah is talking to the children of Israel. And they literally had made 
fasting a ritual. It was mm. something they knew to do. Mm. So yeah. if you know anything about the Old Testament, fasting was just a part of the practice. Yeah. And so many of us, I want us to always drill deep and be honest with real and honest conversation. Yeah. There's a lot of spiritual things we do as rituals. Oh yeah. Just going to church can be a ritual. Reading yep. your Bible can be a ritual. If it's not changing your life, mm. if, it's, if it's not bringing new life yeah. to you, it could be a ritual or just a yeah. habit. And Zacharias says, don't fast for rituals. Don't pat yourself on the back and don't do it just mundane and boring. <laughs> Here's how I know if it's a pure fast. You are meeting the needs of others. Mm -hmm. You are taking care of the widows and the orphans, Zechariah said. So check mm -hmm. your motive. So day one, before you even offer this fast to God, check the motive of your heart Offer it to God, as we made mention, mm -hmm. it's called a living yeah. sacrifice, yeah. meaning I'm giving myself to God. That's good. And I'm asking you, God, to take this offering, mm -hmm. this discipline, yeah. this service, and do something supernatural. So talk to me a little bit about fasting and, yeah. and your conviction on fasting. Absolutely. I think it's so easy to make it a ritual and to make it just a habit. Yeah. Um, and I think I have to check my heart sometimes with, am I stepping into this fast because it's the Christian thing to do? It just makes sense. Or do I really want to offer a living sacrifice and meet with the living God? Mm -hmm. And I, every single time I tell my friends this who haven't fasted, and sometimes people in my generation don't understand fasting as much, but every single time I have fasted with the Lord, He has encountered my heart and brought such transformation every single time. Mm -hmm. And it has been such a beautiful journey. I couldn't recommend fasting enough because it's personally changed my life yeah. in so many ways. There is just something beautiful when we lay down our flesh and we choose Him above all else. And you know, the Lord is very clear about looking for children with hungry hearts. Mm -hmm. And yes, you're hungry physically, yeah. but we show our hunger for Him even more spiritually when we commit to a fast and yeah. seeking Him. Well, you know, Madison, so many people are doing what we call intermittent fasting today. Yes. And we know that fasting is healthy for us. Yes. We're supposed to fast. I believe that our bodies need that. And so intermittent fasting is a wonderful thing to do. Mm -hmm. Physically, you should take care of your body. And I think yeah. there should be periods of, of time where you abstain from food and all of the benefits. I go through those in my book, why you literally want a physical fast. Which, but isn't that a cool thought that we look at fasting and some people think, oh, why would God be so mean to make us give up our food? But actually, it has physical benefits. Well, why do we call it breakfast? I know. Every morning <laughs> we're breaking a fast because God created us to rest at night and sleep. Yeah. Our body needs to rest. That means we go without yeah. food, right? And then we break our fast in the morning when we start to eat again. Yeah. But I want to touch on this before we close because there is a difference between a physical intermittent mm. fast, which I think is healthy and good. I'm a life coach. I'm a nutritional coach. I believe I need to take care of my body. Mm -hmm. But my motive, like we're talking about here, yeah. what Zachariah talked about, my motive in a spiritual fast is different. Mm -hmm. Because some people say to me, well, you know, Tammy, I actually intermittent fast. I mean, can God just take that as my spiritual <laughs> fast? Well, if your motive is to do a physical cleansing, yeah. then that's different, that's different than a spiritual fast. That's so a good. A spiritual fast is I literally know that I'm going to have spiritual warfare. Mm. It's not only that my stomach's going to growl, that I'm going to make, maybe I have a headache and I feel weak and I'm agitated because I physically am yeah. fasting. But now you combine that with my motive is a so spiritual good. fast. So I literally am going to supercharge my fast. I'm going to shift my thinking and saying, God, I'm offering this to you by faith, mm. not just physical, 
but spiritual, I'm going to do spiritual warfare. I'm going to pray because listen, I believe this, fasting and prayer go hand in hand. Yeah. So intermittent fasting is just going without food. Yeah. Our staff is fasting all the time for intermittent fasting, but I don't see them praying with that fast. They want the physical benefits mm -hmm. of it. When I go on a spiritual fast, I combine that with prayer. So my motive when my stomach growls is to pray, <laughs> is to believe, is to exercise faith. So they're two totally different fasts, both beneficial, one physical, one spiritual. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Oh, I think you could preach on that all day. So good. Isn't it? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And when you're fasting, I think just like what you said and, and what Tammy's new book is about is expecting a, a miracle. I remember the first time we met, one of the things you said that stuck with me was believing for a miracle and expecting a miracle are two very different mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And I think when we go into a fast, we go into a fast with expectation. Yeah. We go into a fast, not like you said, yeah. not as a ritual just to, just to die to our flesh, but mm -hmm. to expect God to move yeah. in the impossible That's ways. So well, and you know what? Let's just end on that because we all can believe for things. Mm. I'm sure you're believing for something right now, yeah. but if you don't push it through, knowing God wants to give it. And that's mm. that's where some of our theology wavers a little bit. And we're going to talk about this in our conversation. Does God always want to give us our miracle? Mm. And why does he wait? And why does he delay? Mm. And we'll talk about those topics in the next few days together when we look at these miracle passages and we look at these yeah. fasting passages. But I want to encourage you right now, if you need a miracle, first of all, go to God. Yes. God is the only miracle worker able mm. to meet your need. He hears your heart. He cares about your need. Often, I will say this, he even allows things to come into our life to draw us close to him to pull us into his heart. So over the next 21 days and 21 um, probably talks together, <laughs> I'm not sure how often we'll be doing this, but we're going to cover 21 different topics. I'm going to encourage you to believe God and expect a miracle in your life. Mm. So we have a lot to cover over the next few days together. Stay with us. Pick up my book, Fasting for Miracles. You can get it on my website. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at local bookstores. I know God is moving. I know God is speaking. I know the Spirit of God is literally manifesting miracles all over the universe, and He's waiting, waiting to give you your miracle. So believe Him. So grateful to have you, Madison. Thank We're going to have a lot to talk about over the next few days together. So again, whether you are joining us on our YouTube channel, stay with us. I'd love to hear from you. If you would go down right now and just click that bell for notifications when we have another broadcast, or if you're watching us on our Charisma broadcast. We appreciate you being here. I love doing podcasts with you. Check us out, TammyHotsonPillar.com. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day. God bless. Stay strong. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotsonPillar.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.